And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. This week's jam-packed Loud and Proud podcast is brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel. I have tons of reaction from the terrific All-Ireland win, the Ladies' Junior Championship final in Crow Park, a weekend wrap-up and look ahead to the Laird Senior Championship semi-finals. So like what a like what a satisfying weekend like a trip up the Crow Park um, and seeing a loud team perform and really perform really well and organised very well composed in their in their nature and their approach it was uh, sticky enough the first five minutes and uh, first yeah Fermanagh looked to dominate but they never panicked they completely learned from last year. And you can see that in the in the way they played and the way they won the game as well. They used all the whatever bad negatives last year. They brought that into as positives this year. They settled into the game and Kate Flood did the business. She opened up a three point lead and then a rocket of a shot. Um, just a really good goal. Just turned her marker. Really powerful. She's really powerful this year. Um, the Dexter Dream work and all that, as she told us in the previous podcast, has really stood to her, and uh, it was just a, it was a, it was an excellent goal, amazing goal, just a torn. And what makes it all the sweeter is it just clips the underside the crossbar and go in. I think they make any goal, uh, be it soccer or Gaelic or anything, ten percent better when it hits the crossbar and goes in. Um, before I keep going on, I'm gonna we we caught up with Kate after the game, and. Uh, She'll tell you what tell you what she was really nervous about. Uh, doing the speech would be the stressful thing now for me, but playing I suppose playing football is the comfortable comfortable part for me. So when you woke up this morning, um, like I, I think I mentioned in the report, stuff of dreams, like player of the match, captain, one eight, resounding win. I can't imagine it gets any better. Uh, no, probably not, but. Uh, it's it's not about me. I'm only one of thirty, so it's about the team performance. Them parents, like our backs and our midfielders and everyone else in the field, just they never they never stopped, and that's what I suppose got the win for us and makes up makes us that good of a team that we just there's no stopping us when we do get going. 
I know, right, fair enough, I've got the scores or whatever and I'm captain, but that, that means nothing to me. Winning and winning with such a great bunch of girls means everything. Goal on that was on your mind at that stage? Um, no, it was just, it was, we wanted to win, we came here to win and... No, but when you get in, it was sort of a rocket. Uh, yeah, I, I know where, where the nets are, so yeah. I suppose that's, that's my job. The rest of the girls kind of do all the hard work and feed me the ball, and that's what I've been doing in training, so I knew the nets were there, and I just had to put the ball in the back. Different from 2015, probably, I know it was a resounding victory, not the same margin, different probably sort of a game. No, I think when we were here last year, we, we didn't show up at all, so I think we were here to, to prove ourselves that there is there is football in light and we can go on and do it and we lost a few girls from last year and gained a few so I suppose it's about building building football in light and put ourselves on the map and I think it, that's what we've done there today Hopefully a double for you next week as well Yeah I know, Clyde, our <laughs> club will be the concentration now well after the celebrations but uh, yeah like club is where we all start we all start playing with our club and then we transfer into county so uh, yeah, we'll be back training with club now this week and then hopefully that we'll uh, be able to get another win there. And you're off to us. Yeah, yeah, I haven't really thought about it now because of all this football, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be great to to leave on a high and win club then as well. Yeah, you had to bide your time out there, like, but you never <laughs> finally got going. Yeah. Take the three points. Close from last year, was it? Yeah, like we knew kind of if you go into Crow Park and go all guns blazing and go 100 miles an hour at the start that you're, you're going to burn out and you'll start to panic. Where we, even all day, all morning, we've been so calm and kind of, I think a lot of us have been here last year. There's only a handful of girls that weren't. And I think that stood to us because it is a daunting thing coming here, regardless of how many times. So we were just so calm and so reserved and we were, we were doing the smart thing by keeping... I suppose our energy levels to a minimal and then once we get that upper hand we just let fire it. Yeah. It was a great goal, can you talk us through the goal? I actually don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, i just seen the net and just put the ball in the back. I, I, that's something I don't count to what scores I get or anything like that, just once, once the scores did you, are did got you feel regardless. when the goal went in? Second half, we can hold on and push it. Yeah, but we knew going in at half time, if we could do that in the first half, why can't they do it in the second half? So we just had to keep, okay. to kind of keep level-headed, going back out in the second half, and then give it our all again. And we did, we did a great, great squad. It's one we were, I'm only one of thirty, so we've players that are well able to come on and change the game for. So we knew we had that there, and yeah, we used a few of the girls, so it was great to see. Brilliant. Well done, Kate. Thank you. Thank you. Humble as ever, Kate. Um, top class player. Really, really good. Like one of the probably the best players in Ireland, and uh, it's just great that, that she's she's allowed. She's a loud player. But um, yeah, so moving on, we went in ahead of half time. And then second half, we we were very solid defensively. We were very well set up. We had uh, Michelle McMahon driving out of the field in in the heart of the centre back position. Sarah Quinn has who has come in at uh, full back is just a top class operator. She's very very good. She plays her club football in Fox Rock Cabin Healy, who have been competing in All Ireland Club Championship finals. 
so she showed her pedigree she just stepped in she was very very calm given air of composure around the full back line and that that set us up well Susan Moore was quite good in the 40 as well she drove forward worked very hard coming back she got a point early on and Loud really got into it um, Lauren Boyle uh, kicked a kicked a couple of points early on then our coolie partner in crime Neve Rice bangs in a well worked goal Bourne clips it inside laid off to uh, on running Rice who just buries his neck great finish and that you kind of knew Loud were just pushing on and then not to outdo our club mate as she tells us now um, Lauren Boyle bangs in a goal as well Re- really like squeezed in between two Tremana defenders caught it and then clipped it in and uh, we caught up with uh, herself after the game quite emotional um, Lauren Boyle to be honest What's that feeling? Oh, it's unreal there's no words to describe it Oh, I am honestly speechless because it's just something you dream of from when you're just three years old, kicking a ball around the pitch in your backyard, never knowing that 15 years later you'd be lifting a cup in Crow Park. With the hard work we put in since November last year, we just couldn't leave here without a win, especially after last year. You can't lose two years in a row in Crow Park, and we made sure that didn't happen this year. Tell me, but yeah, I know I spoke to you last week and you said that the feeling of Scoring a pro park, like yeah. scoring a goal. I thought it was never going to happen, but eventually it got me scoring boots on. And <laughs> yeah, but the goal, I suppose, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, the goal. I wasn't expecting to score a goal now, but the feeling of scoring a goal in Crow Park, there's just no better feeling. You're like, is it going to go in or is it going to go wide? And you just see it dipping in the back corner. It's just unreal. <laughs> it's something that, you, I suppose, equals your partner in chief. You, yes. You would have liked leaving. Oh, no. Neve outscoring you no, in Crow Park. No, of course not, no. Nah, me and Neve have always... That's what we said to each other. I want to go lady you, and she said, "Well, I want to go lady you as well." So yeah. we done each other justice there. Talk to me about the full forward line, the three. Is it probably the Harold of trio? But you really delivered today. What was it? Three twelve out of loud to three thirteen. Yeah, sure. We've always the three of us have always worked well together now. Um, uh, yeah, we've always we've we're very close now in the team, and we just know each other inside out at this stage. So we know what we need to do together and how we do it. You weren't involved last year, right? I was, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, just, did you get an injury there a few weeks back, an interesting injury? <laughs> yes, you, I did. Do you want uh, to tell us a bit about that? <laughs> well, let's just say I hurt my foot very badly uh, at work, and all my physios and doctors were saying, I think that's the end of the line for you for the year. I was just like, no. When was this, exactly? <laughs> it was... Oh, the running game. July. July, yeah, just near the end of middle of July. Um, yeah. And that was it, you thought? That was it? I, I, they all thought that. I was like, you know what, as long as I try my best to get back, I know if I'll be able to. And I did try my hardest, and it worked at the end, giving up. I couldn't walk for nearly three weeks, but as soon as I got back on my feet, I knew rightly, right, I'm out on my feet now, I'll get a football back into me in no time. And I trained and worked so hard down to the beach at 11 o'clock at night, every night, and get, gradually getting back into training. My physio, Laura, couldn't have done it without her. She was the best of the best, and it, all the hard work you put in to get back uh, always pays off. Especially everyone thinking, of oh, that's our done. Everyone thought it was gone. My, my, maybe even next year I might be able to play, but I made sure I, I was able to. Were you in a mood move, then, crutches? Or? Yeah, I was in crutches for about three weeks, and then... 
a boot for another two or so. So eventually. Some recovery. Yeah. You know what winning feels like. Obviously, you've done plenty of it, even with club, and hopefully next week again. So I suppose. Does, how much different does this feel? I suppose different stage, oh, different means. Yeah, a county championship last year was great, but this year I thought, yeah, I thought last year winning the county championship was unreal, but this is just something else. Like, and we work so hard now, we work hard again next year in intermediate. Hopefully, we can do well next year. You think you can compete up there? Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. If we put in the work, and there's a very uh, good younger players now coming up our age, especially. So hopefully we'll do well next year. Well done. Thanks, well, well, so bad at the- There you have it. The competitor, she's already looking ahead to next year. Um, <laughs> for brilliant, yeah, one two she ended up with, and that's some going for an eighteen-year-old in her second final. Um, she has much improved from last year. She tell you that herself. And just it's just great to see the joy and the relief and the whole lot when she when she did the business. And because of our banging in that goal, Laird could kind of, uh, they could live dangerously, they could have the luxury of winding the clock. They did concede a late goal uh, from just sub Woods, who was quite good when she came on, she kicked 1-1. But Laird were never going to be beaten today. It's just, they were just all all over them. And we caught up with their manager, Darren Bishop, who um, who's come in last year. I probably felt that he couldn't put a stamp on his team uh, with Michal passing away and him stepping in but he explains his reasons for coming in and staying on and he also indicates about next year that it's not uh, I was surprised when he said it uh, not just a foregone conclusion but like all things you know uh, you have to take consideration into these things but um, overall a very very relieved man I'm going to ask you a question. I know you've continually said that maybe last year, um, you know, you're banishing those thoughts and that, and that there were so many new players in. But a lot of those players on the pitch today were on the pitch last year. So, like, it just seemed an, an extraordinary type of performance to put in there because he's never looked in danger at any stage, I don't think. Yeah, the, probably the first 10 15 minutes, I think, Kevin, we, we were under a bit of pressure now, and I think that was down to nerves, a wee bit jittery, and it, and it was always going to be that way. But to be fair to the girls, they gathered themselves, they composed themselves, got on the ball more, and created the opportunities and took them. You know, out of the team that would have started, you're right, there would be a fair few girls that are that were there last year, but they've that year's experience. And you had the likes of Sarah Quinn, Aoife Bourne, Susan Bourne, three girls who had phenomenal performances for today. Without those three, it may have been that bit harder, but they've definitely added to it. You're three up front, and um, I suppose the, what would you say? Dynamic the, the, three, I suppose. The, well, the dynamic three, the three wise girls, whatever yeah. you want, want to go, like they... Three twelve, three thirteen. You know, you can speak about a team performance. Mm. They were incredible. Ah, they were on fire today. You know, to be fair to them, they're absolutely where Kate has led by example the whole way through the the campaign. Let it be the league or the championship. To be fair to her, she um, she's done very well. She heads off now in November. I think it is to Australia, and we wish her the best of luck. But that wasn't on her mind, and you can see from her performance today, it wasn't on her mind. She knew what it meant to her. You know, collectively as a team, we knew last year it was very disappointing that we didn't perform to the best of our ability. And I think without having to say much to the girls about today, they wanted it. You know, that was the big talent factor that they actually wanted it. Was the dynamic different, I suppose, even the way you spoke to them before? You probably learned a lot from last year too. Absolutely, yeah, I did. And, and you know, that's what I would have said to them. Logistically-wise, even as well, the planning that goes into it, you know, not everyone's, I suppose, manages teams to Crow Park. My first ever time, I learned a lot from that. Learned a lot from the open space and what we play into. And, and I suppose, could train the girls and prepare them over this last two and a half, three weeks for the game. 
but over the course of the year I do feel that we, we were pretty strong and pretty strong in the style in which I wanted them to play and nothing really changed today Defensively quite strong today as well Yeah definitely so you know, defensively with, with Sarah Quinn added into it from last year at full back has marked the best footballers in club football in, in, in Ireland and that's a telling fact you can see that on her she adds that bit of uh, calmness to the full back line and she always seems to find just the, the right person in the, in the right place you know, she intercepted some key passes there for Fermanagh that if they'd have made them you know it could yeah. be a totally different story yeah and in front of her then Kieran Nolan sweeping Kieran Nolan sweeping in Shell. front of her yeah yeah absolutely look at we'd done our work on Fermanagh we knew that Joanne Doonan likes to drop off move back down the pitch We'd our man marker Aoife Russell who's absolutely fantastic you can see right at the very end when we did switch off for that couple of minutes they grabbed that goal so it was key and, and I have to give Aoife her plaudits that she nullified Joanne for the entire game she's a top class footballer Joanne and it was vitally important that we did that and stopped the supply going in Deemer Smith but Kieran Nolan Michelle McMahon again stalwarts for us all year yeah. it's, it's probably only natural to maybe credit your players but on a personal level Darren like yourself coming in difficulty in the circumstances coming in last year I know from listening to people, speaking to people, the effort you've put in, mm-hmm. um, a young manager mm-hmm. with a young family and probably a lot of things outside and, you know, it, it's, it's probably to yourself too, like it's... it's oh, look at you, it's, it's, it's a hectic schedule but I suppose I really enjoy it, I've, I've really enjoyed working with the girls. After last year, I had to do a lot of soul-searching, I suppose, in a sense, to see would I commit to it again. And, you know, when I thought back on it and thought what they gave up for me last year, only knowing me from June, I said it's a great group of bunch of girls to be involved with, a great setup and a, and a great team. And to be fair, the county board were very, you know, easy to get on with, and I decided to come back involved. And that made my job an awful lot easier. And, and with the girls, the way that they've trained, the way that they've worked so hard... Um, it's been fantastic. Like, definitely, we've had our fallouts and our and our disagreements collectively as a team, but by and large, they've 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 kept to what I've asked them to do. But is this the culmination of something um, uh, for I, yourself? Yeah, I, I think so. To be fair, look at I I've. Uh, I feel that all of the work on which we've done since November, it's a long time since November to be training. We're very close to it again, you know, two hours on a, on a, on a, on a Tuesday and Friday night gym work and then out to a pitch session. It's quite demanding on girls for three to four months, you know, then all of the league season. And, and, and at the back of it all, I think, fellas, that's the big thing is that, um, you know, those girls have club football going on at the same time, which is tough. And the, loud se- the, the season in Loud is quite demanding and, and, and competitive. You'll see the, the senior finals on next weekend where some of those girls are going to cut clumps of each other when they get out there. But, but that's great, you know. It's, and, and as I said them before the game, they've become a serious tight group. And, and I hope to God that they'll continue to be friends after. Do you see yourself... Staying on? Uh, I'm not. I'm not answering anything just yet. I suppose, as the man says. Um, but look, at we'll sit down. What I will certainly do tonight is I will enjoy tonight's win. <laughs> and, uh, I'll go to the senior game and the intermediate championship final next weekend because, and that's what I go back to. There's still some fantastic footballers in Loud, you know, that would should be and could be representing the county level, and you can see it in under 16 at the county team as well. Phenomenal talent coming through in Loud at the moment. I suppose, I suppose I'll probably end on this and. Um... I would love to know how he was in your mind or how much he was part of your build-up, Michal McKeown. Um, yeah, to, to be fair, and I think yeah. it's worth noting, um, Michal's wife sent a lovely letter to myself 
uh, to some of the management team and then to the players herself and I think that was enough you know without over elaborating or going into too much detail that alone to the girls hit home it was a real personal touch Mary didn't have to do it do you know what I mean but she did on her own accord sent a lovely card to the girls saying that she would be with them and know that with Michal would be, would be extremely proud of them of what they've done a lot of those girls were involved with them last year and I think to be fair you know part of it yes for himself and also part of it for themselves you know, not for the management team this year it's, it's for themselves they have put in the work as I said they've slogged it out they've been doing all the hard work the gym sessions and they, they deserve to enjoy this win okay. right. congratulations thanks, thanks very much fellas that's great so there you have it Larry manager Darren Bishop very interesting chat with him and uh, reflecting on uh, Michal McKeown as, as well, giving insight into to what happened and the motivation uh, throughout. But overall, brilliant day in Crow Park. Uh, really, really good. We turned on the style, probably the the best the best goal of the day, best team performance, best attacking performance. Especially when when you look at the Dublin Galway game, how that panned out. Um, that's just super as well. Like to see Kate lift the cup. Um, super sponsors there as well, and. It's great for a local company like Defy to get some national recognition with Loud doing the business in their jerseys as well, showing success. And to be fair, it's like I said at the game of the day, but the the kit really looks well. It stands up, it 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 uh, it catches the eye, and it, uh, it it did the business today, and it looked well. So thanks to Defy as well for sponsoring the podcast. And uh, we'll move on and we'll wrap up the weekend's action. We now know the intermediate uh, final parent. It's Maddock Rangers against Kilcarley Emmets. Kilcarley beat the Brides on Sunday and Maddock beat Clannagale in, in Stavannan on Friday night. The junior final is not known as per yet. We know Glyde went through with a 14-12 win over the Piercy. Um, very dogged game, wet night in Hagerstown and uh, Clyde just had it they they just had that bit of an edge um, overall and a bit of luck as well to be honest because uh, it appears to have three good goal chances um, two at the end ball flying across the box David Brennan makes a great save uh, from Kieran Murphy, Kieran Murphy missed a chance as well a goal chance but I think it was David Boyle that David Brennan made that save off. So they had their chances and the Piercy they were, they were quite good. They looked in, uh, to have um, the Glide in trouble early on. It was 6-3 up but Glide just worked away into it. Trevor O'Brien was very good again. Kicked a good few points. Brian Duffy was good around the middle of the field. Um, they just have options all over. Uh, two Sherons were good. Kieran Sheridan probably had his best game. Uh, so they'll be going into their third final now and they'll be thinking, geez, we have to do it now this time. And who they face, they will not know because um, Friday night, um, Dunlear drew with Roach. I, I couldn't call it. I wanted to say Dunlear. I knew it'd be close. The game kind of went like my prediction last week, him and Han, and no one knew who was going to do it. But uh, a really uh, that, that, a really, uh, a really close game. Dunlear's abilities, ability to get goals just kind of made them hang in there, made them, because it went 6 0, 6 1 down there early, at the very early stages, and they, uh, they got back into it and looked full valued, or they've a bit of power there, power and pace, uh, whereas Roach are quite steady, and they, Kevin, they rely on the old veteran Kevin Callahan to, to kick them in, and uh, he had a great chance as well himself, a uh, soccer style along the ground. 
to win it outright but uh, a draw was probably the fairest result on the night but uh, Colin Murphy got sent off at the death for um, Dunlear that's a bit of a loss going into the replay um, which looks to be Wednesday night with um, Paul McGill is getting married next week and I think Barry O'Hare is going to the wedding as well from Roach so I think the way it worked out Deirdre missing McGill and Roach will be missing Barry O'Hare so said right let's play it on the Wednesday night uh, it's not confirmed yet but it's more than likely going to be that uh, so yeah that's that's that all wrapped up that's the weekend gone and now let's look at the weekend ahead four real heavyweights left you like big sides big units big areas uh, big reputations big traditions you have the reigning champions the Newtown Blues um, you have the other team on the other side to draw the other final I think it's the final that everyone wants again it's uh, Nave Martin they're the most uh, consistent team in Loud you could say especially having picked up the Carl O'Donnell Cup um, last week and then you have Dreadnoughts semi-finalists last year as well always knocking on the door beating in finals uh, will they do will they ever do it everyone wants them to do it and then you have the Geraldines they have they have really really sparked this year under Eamon Dunn and John Neary they um They've got to the semi-finals of the league and the championship, so it's a very solid year for them. They are building, they're building, they're building, they're coming, and uh, they face the Martins in the in what is a repeat of the group game, which was a really tight encounter, slugfest. Uh, to be honest, it took a while, but eventually the Martins broke down the defensive system of the Geraldines. They've gone very structured, they're very defensive, they'll bring the two men back, Gerard High and James Craven and will sit and hold and keep it very tight. They're hard to break down. And then up front they have Jim McEnany. Uh it's it's well known that Jim is their attack. He'll do bulk of their scoring. Um, he'll he'll nail their freeze, he'll go long distance off the ground as well. He's well aided this year with Dara Hamill. Then they have the hard working forward line of uh, Josh Arrowsmith, uh, Garrett Nisi, Ben Mooney comes in and does a job as well, Phelan Joyce as well. All hard working players that really put in a shift. Um, they'll have to put in a shift against the Martins because the way the Martins are going up in gears is uh, really, really impressive. They, um, I think. The, uh, the Geraldines are missing Shane O'Hanlon. I think he looks to be out with a hamstring injury. That'll be a bit of a loss for them who's coming back into form. But Michael Rogers could come in and go up up top alongside Jim. Um, it'll be a real battle. It, like The game was a slugfest. I remember, remember thinking and writing about it in the group stage. Real slugfest. In terms, these are big teams, big units, especially around the middle of the field. Like you have powerful Matthew Corcoran going up against Wayne Campbell and Gavin Mooney, and alongside uh, Matthew Corcoran is um, Connor Rafferty, uh, former Cooley man. So, like, it'll be very, like, it'll be given nip and tuck. The Geraldines are going to keep it tight. That's their, that's their prerogative this year. But just the way the Martins are so impressive in the way they can break down teams, the way they can adapt, they can beat you by, by going that slugfest, they can go beat you by going all out attack. 
in the way they did the um, Arlie's uh, Mary's in the Carl O'Donnell final. And Samuel Roy was just outstanding. He didn't have the best of games against the Geraldines. Uh, still clipped over a few scores. Uh, but they look to be going up the gears. They really do. That that win will boost their confidence. It'll make them, it'll reaffirm their beliefs. Uh, Conor Whelan's got minutes into him. Thomas Sullivan as well has come back. And he started in that final. Having played a couple of junior games for them. Um, they have a load of the McQuillans. They have um, who else? Have, uh, Campbell is not a Campbell off the bench. There's, there's lads there with a point to prove. Craig Lynch is nailing his kickouts. They've gone. They've set up uh, like different routines off the kickout, off the back of it. Everyone seems to be playing well. Everyone seems to be playing in the in the knowledge that they know their roles. To have JP still there with that magic as well. It will probably be tough for them having beaten the Geraldines already. Uh, but the, the fact that they'll just get down to work on Callahan can unlock the defence as well if he has to. Stephen Campbell is very, 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 very tricky and playing well, to be fair, along with uh, Connor Healy as well. So, like, there's plenty of work there. Maybe you might look to their full back line and then think there might be a few problems in there. Mick will more than likely to do the job on Jim again well he get that job anyway so they'll know each other inside out Jim might want to really affirm himself for as a leader for the Geraldines he'll have to step up if they're, if if the Geraldines are to win Jim will have to go outwards and beyond and you look at the Martins they, they have Sam to do the business if it's not working to bring in Conor Whelan they have, the two wingers are really like I said they'll, they'll pop up and do the business I think the, I think the Martins will do it um, a bit of a shock if the Geraldines win it um, they might catch them cold they might catch the Martins flat they're going to go in as favourites um, it's, it's it's nearly sometimes a little bit unnerving when you're when you get in as favourites um, but they're a big enough team now in terms of mentality and focus that they should get over the line and uh, reach the the senior final again and uh, who will be awaiting them it's uh, it's hard to call anyone else but the Blues but this also has kind of a bit of flavour to last year as well the Dreadnoughts they were beating the league uh, semi-final when the Blues haven't played there's going to be a little bit of rust there but no doubt they would have played challenge games and the, probably the in-house competition among themselves will be very, very uh, vicious. And you have the likes of Andy and uh, Colm Judge dictating things in training. They're not going to let up. They're not going to let their standards drip. Uh, let their sta- standards slip. Uh, so from that point of view, there'll be no complacency. Uh, probably one of the toughest games they probably had in the league was against the Dreadnoughts. The Dreadnoughts probably will feel... Um, last year at this stage in the semi-final against the Blues they let themselves down by um, by not performing on the day they were very flat they've probably changed things around this year and that Pepe was under 40 last year and couldn't really get into the game now they're making them get into the game by playing them in the middle of the field they're still going to look to have problems in who's going to pick up Ross Nally who's going to hold their uh, defensive shape who's going to pick them up where will Anthony, will Anthony Williams be taken in there will they miss his drive out the field um, 
Peach Caliph as well. That'll be a big matchup as well. He that's that's a place they can win. They can win the ba- aerial battle with him and John Commode. Um, and then up front, Peter Kerwin will carry the torch. They brought new lads in. I don't think Jay Hughes played played last year against him. He's been he's been very good for them so far in more or less his debut season for the Dreadnoughts. Um, but like the Blues are quality all over. They really do, you know, the quality of the bench to have very, very solid defensive back background. Uh, so it's, it looks like a blues Nave Martin final again. I think that's the final everyone wants. Although um the dreadnoughts getting to the final would be would be great for them. I think a lot of people would be happy to see them get to the final. It could present the opening for the Martins as well if if they got, got the Dreadnoughts in the final, and then it would probably make the Dreadnoughts think as well. All right, we we're playing we're playing another team that haven't won haven't won a championship either uh, in recent years. So it's hard to know, very very hard to know. Um, well, how how it'll go? You hope it's not a one-sided affair, and and you hope it's not. Uh, hope hopefully there's a bit of drama, a bit of intensity. It's kind of lacked that the, the senior championship this year. There hasn't been a real kind of game that you left thinking, oh wow, that was a great game. That was a great surprise. That was a great moment. Um, maybe Bard or Karen O'Donnell final where Sam Murray put on a show. You had people walking away saying, "Oh, wow, that was a really good. That was a serious senior game of football." Um, so they have the potential to be good games. Um, both underdogs have that potential to give uh, the favourites a game. Will it happen? I'm not so sure. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a Blues and Martin's final. Uh, but here's hoping to two good games. I'll be there at, at both matches. I'll have a, a live report on the night. That's on Laird and Proud Facebook page. I'll also have updates on Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Laird Proud and Twitter as well. And um, thanks very much for liking and following and sharing all the stuff during the week. Um, and thanks to my sponsors, Defy. Check them out, defy.ie. That's it, that's all. That's all for this week's podcast. Well done, congratulations to the loud ladies and uh, best luck to all the teams involved in this week's semi-final and the loud horn final between Nave Menina and Terman Feckens. That's it, thanks very much for listening.